Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we have week 13 previews. We have a very owed apology from someone, and we talk about fake vaccination cards. It's time for Garbage Time. going on guys welcome into garbage time fantasy football tonight we have me ron and ryan how are you boys doing tonight doing good yeah doing all right ryan dandy oh yeah just dandy you guys excited for some thursday night football no yeah but i'm i'm very excited (laughs) to hear my much my much deserved apology so Because Cowboys Saints, that's why not? Yeah, we've been promising that apology uh, all week. So, Ryan, recap what that is, and then we'll drop into the news. And then give uh, the apology. Yeah, so in a condensed version, JJ made a bet with me that the Bears would not only beat the Windless Lions, but Andy Dalton would also have a better fantasy uh, performance than Matt Jones. And he was incorrect on the Matt Jones-Andy Dalton. Uh because uh, Matt Jones is the man. So now he had to do an apology. Uh, just to say that definitely did not happen because Matt Jones played very well last week. And we'll talk about what we think he's going to do against Buffalo too later on in the show. We've also got DFS lineups for you, defensive dominator, this Antonio Brown news, which kind of popped in the last few hours. So we got a ton of stuff for you. And guys, feel free to leave questions in the comments, like this YouTube video, subscribe to the show. Go to our show at www.garbagetimeff.com. Brian also has a MMA show there, too, if you like MMA. Feel free to leave voicemails, too, at that website. Ron, where the hell can you find the show as you're gritting your teeth at everyone? I had a weird, like, taste in my mouth, something funky. I don't know. Mm, must must be Giants fandom. That's a weird taste in your mouth. Hey, we won. I'm not happy about it, but we won. So, anyway, where can you find our show, boy? Oh, that was the question. Um, <laughs> I was I was stalling. Uh, you can find us here on YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. You can find us on Apple Podcasts at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Make sure you leave a five star review and subscribe or whatever it is now. I think it's follow now over there. We like uh, those on Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF, Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football, iHeartRadio. Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. Make sure you check out our manly sister podcast, Garbage Time Presents the MMA podcast, hosted by Ryan. And I think I got them all. Yeah, you did. But uh, before we get to the news, too. Not yet. There was one little surprise I wanted to drop before we got into it. So, boys, what happened in our league of record last week because i think this is important to fantasy football i'd I'd like a little explanation as to what was going on before playoffs because the heckling fandom needs to be involved in our league oh you mean the fact that i took over third place from you (laughs) oh that's not what we're discussing oh no that is not what we're discussing (laughs) i'm talking about the the commissioner controversy so ron lay it down what happened yesterday it was just a healthy debate regarding playoff seating and and that's that's all that happened. Okay. Here, um, I'll, I'll hold on. I'll 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 paint the picture the right way. 
And then right. we'll hear Ryan's way. So this okay, is our, yeah. I'll this, cover it after. This is our auction league that we started before last season. So this is our second year in the league. It was portrayed to everyone that out of our 10 teams, the six teams to make the playoffs would be the top three from each division, regardless of record. It was then again, restated before last year playoffs, that it would be the top three out of each division. It was then reset at the beginning of this year, that it would be the top three teams. That. I, I cannot find that documentation division. for the record. And then it was said again, but apparently because it's not working in everyone's favor this year, now there's issues. By the way, guys, I've also decided um, the way we're going to settle that debate and it's going to be after the season is by doing one of these. Just a little preview of what we're going to be having going forward. So that'll be an interesting debate. We'll have to have witnesses for that. So we'll prepare that episode. Just a little taste. Or we'll just do it at the 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 you know, meeting that we're going to have to discuss rules. Oh, oh no, but we're going to do it in front of the heckling fandom too, to see what they think should happen in this kind of a league. Should have, what, what was the debate Ron? What was, how, how was the playoff format discussed? Oh, there is no debate. Well, what was the <laughs> argument then? So wait, wait, Before a minute. You wait, took wait, wait, dictator wait. Sentiment. So, so Ron, Ron covered his side. Um, so yes, last year we did whatever Ron, accidentally switched us over to the sleeper app at the start of the season somehow. That wasn't accidental. It was voted in. But but since we're over on sleeper, the playoffs have been viewable for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And it appeared that there were six people in the playoffs and how the seeding was. And then, Ron, yesterday, week 13 said it's going to be this and for the record it wasn't me arguing for myself i'm number two seed so i don't i don't rig i mean i'm not secured at number two but i'm pretty good um so we have we have someone in the lead that's four and eight this is true going to beat who is going to beat out somebody at sits and sits to get into the playoffs which is bonkers and why why I hate divisions and and the rules were never restated when we switched over to sleeper and I think everyone saw the seating and just assumed that's what it was cuz typically you preset that Ron you, you leave it for it court it goes. I'm not leaving or it for court sleeper does not give any options to do it another way they're just like this side. So who's the real dictator here? Is it me or is it the sleeper app? It's definitely you. I disagree. But but anyway, so we're going to have probably, you know, I'll give him a win. I bet you he wins at least one more. So probably like a five and eight or a six and eight playoff contender. It'll definitely make for an interesting uh, okay, meeting but, this year. I can't but wait But my for thing it. is... If he wins out and everybody else loses out and those teams finish six and eight, then he's in the playoffs at a six and eight record and he belongs there. So that's true, but it's, that, it's, it's very unlikely though. Well, and I would just like to point out that the current, if, if that's our league seating, that it's kind of garbage 
because <laughs> like Darvish this should just football. be the first guy at the top of each league. Gets, oh, sorry, wrong side. Yep, we're living up to it, but the top guy at each division <laughs> makes sense. But then when you have guys at four and eight beating out, getting in over guys that sits and sits or with winning records, you know. Things, I think your guys' real gripe here should be with the other two people in his division that apparently can't win more than two games. That's not my fault. (laughs) It's not not my fault I'm inside that side of the division. And and I would like to point out that that Ron's saying changes can't happen until the end of the season, but I distinctly remember last season when when someone slipped down a few spots and all of a sudden, it was revisited that we should do six playoff teams. That's because you wouldn't shut up about it last year. Oh, I, Ron, I mentioned that like week four. You and mentioned I it so every bad. single I, week. Then I sucked so bad. I was out of it no matter what. All and I'm going to say is it's going to be a fun league meeting this year. Look, I will do whatever's voted in. But my thing is... Don't bitch about rules that have been set and played the same way for two years as if they're brand new, as if there's something I just made up. I would also like to point out that in the discussion, almost everybody except the guy that was six and eight was like, yeah, that's effed up. Okay. So we voiced our uh, league to the heckling fandom now, or is there anything else we need to get? Uh, I got one more. I got one more thing to say. Go ahead. We probably uh, lost all of our viewers right now. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, the commission- I'm the commissioner. I do what I want. That is true. That's why his nickname is Dictator Seymour. As of well, see, that's what happened. Season. Honestly, that's what happened. So, in the beginning of the year, my name was Dictator Seymour. And then after my curb stomping of Ryan, I'm like, you know, I got to put him in his place. So, I changed it to the Fantasy God Killer because his name is the Fantasy Football God. So, it seemed fitting. And then people started acting up. Shit got ruly. Like they didn't know who I was. Like a fun league and how they're right. supposed to be. And they didn't know who I was. So I had to change my name back to Dictator Seymour. So oh, everyone and by, and by curb stomping me, he means Debo going off. And the San Francisco, by the way, poor sportsmanship, up by like 14, going for it on four and two <laughs> with a touchdown to Debo. Like, not cool, 49ers. I'm just glad, Ron, that your nickname. Yeah. That, that's exactly what happened. Like, it was like, <laughs> yeah. Ron, I'm just happy that your nickname is a bank teller, Seymour, because you're the slowest bank teller of any fantasy league I've ever seen <laughs> in distributing money. I don't. Wow. That was wildly off topic. I'm just throwing an insult at you because you're the dictator. That was horrible. You're where's, just salty because I've surpassed you in one league and beat you in another. That's so mean. Where's, no, that's not why. So salty. No, it's just roast where's, the commissioner hour. We're we're so far off topic. Just it's yeah. so. Oh funny. wait, we're doing a show right now. Oh, oh, right. Right. Do you boys want to get into the news? Oh, let's get into the news. News updates. Well, oh boy, that was fun. Let's get back to football. And our first little bit of news here, let's talk about fake vaccine passes. Antonio Brown and two other Bucks players, well, one's a free agent, I believe, suspended three games for implying that they were fully vaccinated. What are your boys' thoughts of this? Besides, 
myself being pissed that I'm going to have to wait to have Antonio Brown an extra week because I was expecting to be him to be out for two weeks. I'm, now it's going to be three because of the suspension. I'm, I'm going to, I feel like I owe JJ some justice here that how does Aaron Rodgers get fined only like 14 grand and, and then that's oh, it? Well, for Rodgers. him, it really like, I know, but it per, just sounds funny minute, when you hear it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, but you're not wrong. Like How does he not get suspended <laughs> for doing exactly the same thing? Like, and then Antonio Brown, like he's gotta be one of the most self-destructive NFL <laughs> players, other than like other than Josh Gordon. Like, just does and, this stuff over and over. And it's, like, not it's, even, it's not even it's not even political. We're not for or against. We're not getting into that on the show. Yeah. It's just funny that he's always it's always on the wrong yeah. side of everything, well, something every year. And Aaron Rodgers literally did it like publicly. Like Antonio <laughs> Brown did it, but like he just did it to like league officials. You he, know? he just he got ratted out by the chef. He didn't go on TV and was like, Yeah, and, and do wordplay. Yeah, I'm immunized. Yeah. I think I think the big thing where Antonio Brown messed up is like technically it's forging a federal document or whatever if he did a fake pass. Yeah. But they didn't suspend him for that. They spent suspended him for misleading yeah. the NFL and league officials. I would say Aaron Rodgers also misled. And I saw some other report that he's actually vaccinated now. It, like it was just in a tweet, so I don't even know how accurate that is. So he might be, he might not be. I don't even know. But he's doubling he, down. Yeah, he's going for six games. Suspension. He's about to get six suspended again. <laughs> it's how do you I'm get suspended so on your day off? Anyway, what does this do for fantasy football now that you only potentially have him for the semifinals of fantasy? If you've held him this long, you got to keep holding them. I'm going to keep holding. Yeah. Them. At this point, I mean, you're. You're not happy about it, but you, you got to do it. At this point, your team is either out of the playoffs, so it doesn't really matter, or you just hope for some good weeks for your fantasy playoffs. Damn right. And if if you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, or Grant, you're pumped. Pumped. Also true. All right, so in some other news, too, let's go over some injuries now. Chase Claypool uh, was limited Wednesday practice, but is expected to play. Is he going to be a good play for this weekend, boys? Depends on how big Ben is feeling. Ryan? I just want – I feel like Deontay Johnson and um, Najee Harris are the only guys I – and Fryermuth. Those are the only guys I really want exposure to. Okay. Well, Fryermuth might not even play. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Concussion from this past week, and we still have to monitor that too. Also, uh, and some other injury news, Deshaun Jackson has a calf injury and it was limited in practice. Um, I believe this is an injury he had last weekend, though, too. Do you guys see him as a viable option as nothing more than an emergency wide receiver three this week or something more? I say nothing. I mean, he had that big game, but that's probably going to be it. I say if you need a big game potential and you have an open flex spot, that'd be the most that you could do. Okay. Like a Hail Mary. A Hail yeah. Mary. Like, yeah, literally the break glass for emergency. Right. Uh speaking of someone that seems to not be glass like uh former Eagles quarterbacks or not declared glass anymore. Uh Jalen Hurts is in danger of missing Sunday's game and Bar- Gardner Minshew could end up starting this game. Is he potentially a good start in two QB Superflex leagues? And do you guys think Jalen Hurts even has a chance to play in this game? Uh, I didn't know Jalen Hurts was hurt. He is. But I, I mean, don't I, I think it, this one kind of went out of the radar. I don't know. Minshew 
might be a good play. Maybe in super flex if you want to take the shot. If you're rolling with someone like, I don't know, maybe Big Ben, mm-hmm. I think Gardner Minshew might offer more upside than him. But yep. it's not like they're passing I, their receiving core for the Eagles is very good. All true. I, I think I like the running bets more if Hertz is out. Like whoever like if Miles Sanders ends up being out, then I think Boston Scott's gonna be a solid play. Yeah, he was a high waiver priority in our league this week too. I believe there was two claims on him. So we'll see. Yep. You you don't seem to think so, Ron. What's your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are there was the one week where, oh, it's Boston Scott, and everyone's like, get Boston Scott. Or no, first then, it was Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. Miles Sanders Boston went down Scott. as everyone was like, get Kenneth Gainwell. And then Boston Scott had a huge game, and everyone was like, get Boston Scott. And then Jordan Howard had a huge game, and I was like, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. So Back everyone's going to Boston gonna go, Scott. get Boston Scott, and it's probably going to be someone else that's not even on the roster. To be fair, though, Which, they are playing the Jets. To be fair, they're playing the Jets this weekend, and they could potentially give up two good games to two running backs. Like that's how bad the defense Which, has been against the run this year. So maybe or you could maybe the Jets beat the Eagles. That's possible too, because they're both bad teams. Just, just for the record, I hate the Eagles coaching and how they handle running backs because I'm wrong on them every time. That's right, <laughs> all the time. All right, let's ever since on. I drafted Miles Sanders two years ago. All right, let's move on from the Eagles. Uh, James Robinson is limited and expected to play. No concerns here, right? Yeah, no. he's fine. Okay, Adrian Peterson signed was signed by the Seahawks to the practice yeah. squad. Are we not even worried about him at all? Is he going to see starts? Is he an afterthought? No, nothing. I don't know. You might have to put him on your team just to see. I'm not going to be doing it. Taysom Hill expected to start tonight. What's his outlook? You tell us, Joe. You're big on him. You're starting him. Yeah. So I you am know. starting him, but I am a little bit more concerned about it now because two of his offensive linemen are going to be out, and Mark Ingram is going to be the starter. There was thought that Elvin Kamara might be able to play in this game. That is not the case. I am still starting him because my options in Superflex are not the best. I don't want to play Mac Jones against Buffalo this week. So I'm going to go with the upside of Taysom Hill tonight, um, but I'm just going to close my eyes while I do it. Hope he can put me up some numbers and help me make it into the last playoff spot because I'm right on the edge and I'm on the outside looking in. It's like winter and I'm outside looking at the Christmas tree and it's not a good feeling right now. Thoughts? That's the such, Joe. It does. <laughs> Just in that league. I'm good in the other one. Uh, also, uh, Darrell Henderson did not practice on Wednesday. There is a little bit of optimism that he could potentially play, but my gut feeling is is this is coach talk by McVay, and I think they're going to rest him, and I believe um, that Sony Michelle could be a good play this week, potentially a running back too, should he start in that backfield. What's your guys' thoughts on this? Do you think that Henderson will play? At all, and what do you think Sony Michelle's outlook if he doesn't? If he doesn't play, then Sony Michelle is yes, definitely an RB too. He should be started in all formats. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like they'll just rest him just to rest him. I mean, I'm not sure how their record is right now and all that, but they've lost like the last four games. They have. It's not like they're sitting sitting pretty anymore, really. Like. Still they, definitely in the playoff picture, still healthily in the playoff picture, but they may feel the pressure. I, I think you're right about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if he can play that they have to play him. 
I don't know if it, they can do a luxury sitting. Do you think that he would still be in bell cow status, or do you think it'll be more of a split backfield then with Sony Michelle? Should he start? Probably more split, making both of them almost useless to play. I but if he plays, you have to play him. I think the best outlook or fantasy of this week would be that he sits and Sony Michelle's actually in. Well, that's if you own owning Sony Michelle. Well, yeah. <laughs> and Henderson, which chances are if you own one, you might have the other if you handcuffed them. But a lot of players don't play by handcuff too, so that could screw the Henderson owners. So I guess we will see. Ryan, any thoughts? No, I agree with Ron. I think uh this point in the season, we're kind of past the point of teams being able to rest guys just – to feel good about it or whatever. A lot of them are in must-win situations at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so so if he's able to even play limited snaps, I think they're going to do it. The only situation where there was a team that had the luxury of resting their players, the next guy we're talking about, and they rested him for four weeks because of a bye, too, was Kyler Murray, and they were still winning games. Uh, he had a limited practice Wednesday, and he's expected to play against the Bears this weekend. Do you guys think he goes right back to elite status this weekend? I hope so because yeah. my, my – my gar- uh... My dynasty team needs him. Well, I hope so too because my winner winner team needs him. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't get me wrong. Jimmy G's got a nice schedule coming up, but I don't want to play him over Kyler Murray, who has right. also a nice schedule coming up. Where would you put him right now? Going into this at the quarterback play? position, nailed yes. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah, talking like finish? He'll definitely be a top ten if he plays. Well, he's at eight right now, but what would, where would you put him going forward? Where do you think he's going to finish the next few weeks? Top five. Damn right. I hope you're right. Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't see it. They okay. have a nice schedule. A few more other stories here, and then we'll start getting into the uh, the much-weighted apology. Justin Fields may need another uh, week to recover, so that's something to monitor. Uh, Marquise Goodwin did not practice, and I think that's a good outlook for Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney going forward, too. But I believe Cole Komet also came up on injury Weavers too, so Darnell Mooney is looking damn good this week. I think regardless of who's playing quarterback there, although I think he's got a better outlook with Andy Dalton in this shitty offense. Not saying that'll happen into the future past this year should Justin Fields be his quarterback long-term, but um, what's your guys' thoughts on this offense and these players? Darnell Mooney, David Montgomery, that's it. You don't uh, like Cole Komet? Me and Brian were know. pretty high on him on Tuesday. I don't know. I think he could be a I'm good play it. this week. If he's if he but plays, though, still have to monitor it. <clears throat> All right. I think we're through the news. Is there any other news you guys wanted to bring up before we uh, get into one of our new uh, drops? There, there's one thing I want to say. Uh, Go ahead. I just want to start talking about this now. We're getting closer to the end of the fantasy football season. And, well, the end of regular football also. Make sure to the Heckling fandom, make sure you stay with us through the offseason because we are we are here. And one of our favorite segments to do take place in the offseason. <laughs> and it starts with the real NFL draft where we do a mock, a sabotage mock draft. It's a lot of fun. I'm the and creator. You, and, and you get to do stuff like this while people are talking. And make them select another player. And make them select another player. So we have a lot of fun with us. This was thought up by Joe before last year's NFL draft, and we did that one and plenty of 
fantasy drafts with the sabotage in it. So make yep. sure you subscribe, turn on your bell so you know when we do these things. Yep, and we'll have player review videos, uh, rule videos, anything we can think of, just fun, corny stuff to the sabotage draft when April rolls around. We'll talk about college players. Yep. Any topic you can think of, we'll get along to. So, and if you that, think of another topic that you want us to talk about, let us than, know. Definitely, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> if we get enough voicemails, too, we'll do voicemail shows, too. Yep. All right, boys, are we ready for the apology bet? Oh, I'm so ready for this apology. All right, here comes the drop. And then here's JJ's drop. <laughs> Ryan, would you like to share the video now? We JJ hasn't made an appearance this week, and we'd like to see him. <laughs> I am very excited to hear from our good friend JJ. So let's see what he has to say about uh, his his loss this uh, past week, <laughs> his bet. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a minute to bring it up and uh, see if he can get it. Ron, anything you wanted to discuss while he's bringing that up? No, I'm just waiting, anticipating. Oh, here it comes. Oh, there's JJ. We think we're ready. And then I'll be back next week. Um, though I do owe this apology, and I wanted to get that done this week. So play back regularly next week. Um, continue to be out this week, but I had to make sure the guys had the apology for you. So... Here we go. Heckling fandom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my unexplainable loyalty to the Chicago Bears clouds my judgment and results in me making terrible predictions for all of you. I am so delusional when it comes to the Bears that I felt confident enough to make a two-part bet. All Andy Dalton needed to do was beat the winless Detroit Lions and outperform a rookie quarterback that wasn't even taken in the top 10. I had the best Thanksgiving ever basking in glory as my Bears beat the winless Lions by a huge margin of two points. When you are a fan of a loser team like the Bears, you cherish all victories as they are few and far between. As Sunday arrived, I felt as confident as ever, and then the first touchdown came, a beautiful pass to Kendrick Bourne. No big deal, though, I thought to myself, probably his only touchdown of the day. The Titans will shut out this no-thumbnail-deserving quarterback the rest of the day. Then it happened, a short pass to Kendrick Bourne, who took off, breaking tackles, and dodging Titan defenders as he walked into the end zone, I let out a cry of despair, as I knew I had lost. My family rushed in to check on my wife, but they then realized that the sound came from me. It was only then, when they retrieved my favorite stuffed bear, Trubisky, was I able to calm down. As I sit and reflect on this season, how did, the, how did this happen to me? How did I go from the champ last year to having a worse record than Ron and losing bets to Ryan? The answer is simple. I've gone down the path of lies and delusion, and I need to finally accept the many facts of fantasy football that I've ignored for far too long. Only then can I wipe the slate clean and return to my previous season form. So here, here we go. Number one, Taysom Hill is better than every Bears quarterback since Jim McMahon. My jealousy and resentment is what makes me refuse to recognize him as a quarterback, but that ends today. <laughs> I secretly, too, I secretly own Packers stock because I know they will always be better than the Bears. Three, I was only hoping for a Bears win and an incredible Dalton performance because I secretly want Nagy to remain the Bears coach forever. 
Now that I was able to get all this off my chest, I hope I can come back better and stronger for all of you. Luckily, the bar is pretty low. Until next time, JJ. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it, Ryan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The entire thing could have just been that. Uh, I'm trying. The Taysom Hill line, and it would have been golden. <laughs> um, oh, we, we have some comments here. Um, apparently, they think JJ's apology bet was amazing. So, oh. absolute fire. JJ, three claps. Good job, Very man. Good. You are a good sport for putting oh, up I with that it. bullshit. That is the best. That's oh. definitely a new segment that we will be playing with. Yeah, I went through the first one uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, actually, last week. So if you'd like to tune in and see that, I believe it was on the was it the Tuesday show, boys? I can't stop crying. That that, that was a good one, though. Oh. <laughs> All right, would you boys like to get into DFS next? Yeah, or, or the game previews. Let's get let's get the DFS out of the way, and then we'll go game previews. Oh my god! All right. <sighs> All right. So in this segment, we give you a weekend DFS uh, preview uh, lineups. I, I'm still laughing. I can't even concentrate. Bro, that we think that, that, are, that we think are good matchups for you on a fifty thousand dollar budget, typically for DraftKings. So. <laughs> Boys, who would like to do their uh, lineup for DraftKings first? Um, I will if you give me like 0.2 seconds here. All right, I'll, I'll read this comment before we give you the two seconds. Then. Okay. Zylan says, Taysom Hill is better than all the Bears quarterbacks since Jim McMahon. <laughs> Absolutely true. There, there is no doubt about that. Oh, he can only hope to have a quarterback that, that talented on his team. <laughs> We're going to see that tonight. Oh. All right. All right. Here we go. go Ron's lineup first. Here's my here's my DFS lineup. <clears throat> Subject to change depending on later information. Um so I'm going to start with my quarterback as Carson Wentz, 6100 taking the Houston taking on the Houston Texans. Good value, great matchup, rolling with it. Okay. I'm also taking Jonathan Taylor playing the Houston Texans. Not a great price at 9,200. He is the most expensive running back on the docket this week. But he is playing the Houston Texans, and he's a monster. Uh, my second running back uh, right now, 4,300, Sony Michelle. If Daryl Henderson is in, I'll probably pivot from this. But as of right now, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. A great matchup. Very cheap price. Like I said, 4,300. Uh, wide receiver, I took Chris Godwin playing Atlanta. Great matchup, only 6,600. No Antonio Brown. No Antonio Brown. Love it. Uh, my second wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. Guess who they're playing? Oh, yeah, the Texans. Got a lot of stock in the Colts this week. But he's only 5,700. Wow. That's a bold-ass take. Ryan, get off Oof. your phone. Hey, hey, Zylance, is there any chance oh, you want to do an apology bet with Ron? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Were I'm you in. voicemail call that one I, in if you're wrong? I'm in if you're in. I'll take the over on 12. Full PPR, though. G give us your, give us your uh, comment. Come on. Bottom. Don't. If, 
If it's more than 12 points, you call how in. It, how it works. How it works. If oh, he's I win, in. If, 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 if I win, you have to write me an apology. Or I have to write you an apology that you have to read. That's and, right. or, you know what? No, I'll let you do your own apology. <laughs> yep. And if Ron wins, you have to go to our website and you're going to have to leave a voicemail for it. And we're going to play it live on the show where you get That's to read right. an apology from Ron. So we're gonna we're gonna need some questions like your favorite if, teams, if you, that kind of stuff. For if if you win, my Twitter's right there on the screen. If you win, you write out an apology you want me to read on air, and I will read this on air. So, <laughs> right there. So as as stated before. <laughs> Ron, go ahead and finish your DFS lineup. I forgot where I was. I'm excited now. <laughs> uh, like I said, Michael Pittman. Uh, uh, my third wide receiver is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Debo Samuel is going to be out this week. Mm-hmm. His price is only 5600 Not the best matchup against Seattle, but not a bad matchup either. Personally, I hope the uh, heckling fandom wins. Xylance wins, because I'd love to hear Ron apologize. It would be a good time. I like your IU pick. Um, for tight end, I went super cheap. 2700 I took Foster Moreau. He is the backup for the Raiders, Darren Waller, who's not going to be in. Uh, I'm going to skip my flex at the moment. Uh, for my defense, I generally punt this. And I'm taking the Washington football team at 2500 And that saved me just, just enough money. For in my flex to go Leonard Fournette against Atlanta. As you can see which matchups I chose to target this week. Uh, the strong teams against the very, very weak teams. I, I, I kind of see what you did there, which is going to be a trend, I think, among idea. all three of us. Because you're, you're going to see some some interesting things here where there's going to be a lot of similarities, I think. Ryan, you got a lineup? Yep, yeah, so... Give it to us. At, at quarterback, I took Tom Brady going up against a not very good Atlanta defense. At running back, I took the second most expensive at, and went with Austin Eckler. Um, my second running back, a little bit cheaper, went Jamal Williams, especially uh, just keeping an eye on that swift injury. That might change if he's coming back. Wide receiver, um, stacked with Tom Brady, went Chris Godwin. Um Antonio Brown's going to be out. I think Godwin's going to benefit. Nets wide receiver, a really cheap option, but he's going against the Tutsons. And as Joe pointed out last episode, they call him T.Y. Houston for a reason. Always (laughs) performs well against the Tutsons. So I took uh, T.Y. Hillen. My Nets wide receiver, I went Jalen Waddell. He's been really developing a rapport with Tua. Um, Avanti Parker may be making a return, which makes me a little nervous, but... Still went with him at tight end. Followed rounds relief when Foster Moreau at twenty seven hundred. If Darren Waller's out, he's a very solid play at only twenty seven hundred. Um, at Fletz went Brandon Ayuk because Devo's out. And then on defense, didn't go as cheap as round, but went pretty cheap. But I think it's a great value. Was the Dolphins defense against the Giants at thirty three hundred? The Dolphins defense has been very solid lately, and uh, I think they keep it going. Especially, and it's looking like Daniel Jones might be out. Um, so they could perform very well against the backup QB. Ha! 
jokes on you because the Giants are going to win solely because they shouldn't. And they need a good draft pick, right? Right. So they're going to win all the games that they have zero business winning. Ryan, who was your starting QB again? Uh, Brady. So going heavy with the Brady, man. Okay. So my lineup for the week is a little bit of mix of both, unfortunately. So the scores are going to be very close this week. I've got Carson Wentz going at 6,100 this week. Listen, he's playing the Texans. They're a bad defense and a bad team all around. That's why I'm going with Carson Wentz. Now we're going to see a trend continue like Ron's team. I went with Jonathan Taylor at 9,200 because I believe he's going to stomp all over the top of that. But luckily, I'm not doing the apology week this bet should this not happen. Ron will be. Uh, next, I went Alexander Madison, who's playing against the Lions defense, and I believe is going to be a top seven or eight running back this week. I honestly believe he's talented enough to do that. So I'm going very expensive at the running back position, 7,600 here. So now with that, I had to start finding value at the wide receiver position because I went expensive at the bottom again, too. So I went with Van Jefferson here, 5,300. A lot of targets last week, integral part of this offense on the field a ton. So I think Van Jefferson could have a pretty decent week here. Next, I went with T.Y. Houston, as Ryan was pointing out. T.Y. Hilton, very good value at 4,400. Always produces against Houston for some reason. So I'm big on the Colts this week. Then I went with uh, Tyler Johnson because he's very cheap. He was only 3,300. Antonio Brown's not playing. So, you know, I'm hoping for a touchdown. That's really all I can hope with him. If he gets me more, awesome. But I'm kind of not thinking he will. Next, I went with tight end Foster Moreau. So we have a clean sweep there. Um, we all believe in him this week. I kind of expected that to happen. Ron was probably listening to me and Ryan on the waiver show. And he's like, damn, I think that's actually a pretty good bet and a decent value. So that's what I'm going to do. Foster Moreau across the board. So we'll see what JJ has in his lineup too. The so he'll put up a goose egg, naturally. Yes, zero points. And JJ will have uh, Gronk and it'll have 20 points. In my flex, I went with Joe Mixon, 8,100 going up against the 26 defense this week. So Mixon is a good pick here. And I did not punt on defense because I believe the Dolphins are going to have a very good week against the Giants because, you know, your quarterback has a history of not having the best ball security against good defenses. So Dolphins defense not against even the playing. Giants. Yeah, well, you'll have a backup quarterback then. Even better against the Dolphins defense. I'm happy either way. Oh, we're going to win because we shouldn't. Any thoughts on the lineup? Oh, I never made my pick for tonight. Oh, shit. You better get on that. I'm working on yeah, it. Yeah, I, tell, tell us live on the show in case you don't get it in. Oh, I'm getting it in. Write me out. Write me out. Tell the heckling fan that we were picking. Write me out. JJ didn't put it in either. Oh, boy. Well, we're not going to tell him. That's a win for us. <laughs> Unless he's listening. <laughs> it's an instant loss. Oh, God. I feel like this is just one of those games Dallas will lose. Nah. Right, because it seems so obvious. Yeah, I'm going to do Dallas. You know, a couple of my uh, swings have been really paying off for me lately. Yeah, I did very well last week, too. Yeah, right, JJ boys. did not. <laughs> yeah, but we need him not to. He, he's doing well again this year. I believe we also have another comment. Zylan says that the Cowboys are going to win 43-27. to 27. I do not think it'll be that high scoring of a game. I think it'll be uh, something like 31 20 Cowboys. That's my prediction. All right. We ready to get into the game picks? Let's do it. Doesn't that shit just pump you up? Dang, that drops quick. I that's, like that's, that's a good drop, though. 
All right, boys, let's talk about the uh, Chargers and Bengals first. So I picked this one specifically. I understand it's not necessarily – it's a middle-of-the-ground matchup where you have pretty good offenses against pretty good defenses here. But I specifically remember a few years ago this being a very high-scoring game. So this one really interested me because there's a lot of weapons on both sides of this ball. I mean, we have Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler on the other side of this, and I think it's a pretty good debate on who's going to have the better week. We have good wide receivers on both sides, Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Tyler Boyd. Just decent weapons across the board on this game. So what's your guys' thoughts on this game? And this is going to be one of the higher scoring games of the week. Um, Yeah, I like the matchup. I like the matchup for Joe Mixon because I'm pretty sure the I Chargers make you run the ball against them. That's what they want to do. They want you to be able to run the ball and they want to stop the pass. Um, And the Chargers defense hasn't looked great as of late and the Bengals have been spotty. So I think the chargers can do some damage against them. Could be a good high scoring game. A lot of offense. Maybe Austin Eckler will win another week single handedly for Ryan and fantasy football. Could Joe Mason can win you a week this week too, though. I hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. At least in Megalobo, we're hoping. Yeah. Which, by the way, both of our teams advanced to Megalobo, so we're doing pretty That's well in that. True. Although we're going defenseless next week because we didn't pick one off by. So great. That'll they're be over. Awesome. They're overrated anyway. Yeah, that's right. No worries. <laughs> we're just gonna survive another week without a defense. Just gotta get top half is all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I like you said, absolutely love the matchups in this game. I think all players are going to be extremely viable. The one that concerns me and he's been concerning me for weeks is Mike Williams. What the hell is going on with him? Is he just being phased back to his old role of last year? And is he no longer a focal point? Is he even playable? I think people have just figured him out. Mm -hmm. And they've also figured out that if you take him out, this whole offense kind of crumbles a little bit. Yeah. And like, and like a, what were you saying? I, I just saying that it's weird that they have Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, but they take out Mike Williams and the offense crumbles. Any thoughts, Ryan? Um, not about what Mike Williams, but just the teams in general. I mean, their defenses are so weird. Where, ooh, so we got Carson. emergency question. Game starts soon. So which one? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. No doubt, Pittman. starting running back. Yeah. Mark Ingram. He he put up. Work. Over tw 20 points in his last start, too. So I think he's a great start. Dallas is all right on defense, um, but he's there's nothing else there on offense. He's going to get just a lion's share of work. Um, I would definitely start Mark Ingram. I understand Pittman's going up against Houston, but Mark Ingram's your guy, I think. I'm, I'm biased at the running back, though. And Pete, yeah. if you're not a part of the heckling fandom, like the show, subscribe, and feel free to ask any other questions you have here because that's the price of admission here. And go back and watch JJ's apology if you didn't see it. It was hysterical. Yeah, so, other, yeah, so other thoughts I had on this game too. In the title of this episode was, can Joe Mixon be the overall running back one on the week? I honestly believe that because the Chargers funnel running backs to the middle of the field, and he's going to get the lion's share of work this week. I really think he could finish as the running back one in all of fantasy football this week. Oh, he definitely could. It's definitely in the range of possibilities. You guys have interest in any other players in this game? You start your normal people. 
Jamar Chase. He's had a couple down weeks, but you still got to start him because the potential is there to just bounce right back to what he was doing. Um, no real tight ends out of this game. Godwin. No doubt. For sure. So Pete has another question here. For sure, I'll join. How about Michael Pittman or Chris Godwin? Godwin's going up against the Falcons, who have a very bad defense, too. Pittman and Houston also have a bad defense. I'd find a way to start both of them if I can, but it sounds like you have a pretty stacked team if you're actually asking these options. I think Godwin's got the better option this week. Yeah, I think Michael Pittman has the higher chance of not performing. because That's right, because T.Y. Houston's going to perform this week. Well, not, only the, not even that, but they could just lean heavy on – Jonathan Taylor, where I don't think the Buccaneers are going to lean heavy on Leonard Fournette. I mean, although they did last week, yeah, but Godwin still had a decent week. Like, yeah, he did. He was all right. I was all right, not 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 his highest point, but he was all right. Right. And with that, any other thoughts or any other players? I know you were kind of talking before we went to that question. No, I was just saying you're normal people. No one special. Okay, let's move on to our next game, too, and I'm going to give the floor here to Ryan. We have the Patriots and Bills, so give us the narrative of this game, the fantasy outlook, and what's going to happen, Ryan? Who do you play in this game, and who do you bench? Oof. Um, well, so for and, the Bills, I mean, what's that? And answer the question in the title, too. Is Mac Jones viable for fantasy football this week? Over 30 points last week, and this is a tough defense. I would say no. A rookie quarterback against probably the best passing defense in the league. Um, I would probably try to look elsewhere, even though. Yo, see you. I hope you saw the apology earlier. And go again, Ryan, before I interrupt you again. Um, as far as the Bills, I mean, if you have like Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs, you gotta start them. I honestly think that Bills gonna take away Stephon Diggs, and you might you could very well see a big game from Dawson Knotts, Manuel Sanders, one of those random guys. Um, on the Patriots, I think Kendrick Bourne's really coming on. Um, he might be worth a look. You, you could see a big game from um, from Damian Harris or Ramon Stevenson, whoever they decide to play. But I think the Patriots get this one. The Bills have shown that they can be beaten. They've they've lost some crazy games lately. Um, you know they're they're coming out. They just destroyed the Saints. But I think. Uh, the Patriots get it done. I mean, they the Bills the Bills defense did give up 41 points to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance well, that uh, what were you saying? And by the Colts, I mean Jonathan Taylor. Okay, so who are the weapons you're looking at for the Patriots? Then you you discussed a few there. Is it Kendrick Bourne? Yeah, Kendrick Bourne. Um, it is worth noting that Hunter Henry is looking like he's going to be out. So Johnu Smith could be a a decent play. You saw him get involved a little bit more in the offense this past week, and I think they'll be looking to use him even more so this week. Yep, Sue has some comments on this too. He says, I need Knox to get 20-plus because the guy I'm playing has folks and Allen, and uh, the student in the top row is raising his hand, uh, The the supposedly the host. So what do you have to say? My kid's being a monster, so I got to peace out. That's okay. We'll finish up. Talk to you guys later. Later, like and fan. Do what you got to do. Make sure you like and subscribe. Am I um, I, I don't know about twenty points from Knotts, but I definitely think he could very possibly have a big game because I just see Bill taking away Stefan Dids, taking away the number one guy, and it'll leave, it'll leave it'll, someone else is going to get a lot of work. I definitely agree with that. And 
Yeah, so what are your thoughts? You mentioned Josh Allen a little bit, and he had four touchdowns last week. Could he have a similar game this week against the Pats, or do you think you really are going to have a good plan against him? I think we're going to have a good plan against him, and they don't really have a strong running game to fall back on either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think almost any touchdowns that do happen will have to come through Josh Allen, but they're going to be such a one-dimensional um, offense, I think, and I don't know how Josh Allen performs with Stefan Diggs out of the out of the um out of his options. Okay, if you had say on your team, which is a possibility considering where they got drafted this year, if you had Josh Allen and Tom Brady on your roster right now, I understand Tom Brady's not your quarterback anymore. I'm talking about for fantasy football. Who would you start this week? Would it be Josh Allen or Tom Brady? Josh Allen being the I number one be- QB in fantasy football right now, but Tom Brady being right in the upper echelon. I think I'd take Tom Brady. Um, the Patriots' defense has been solid all season, um, and they've gone against some good quarterbacks. Um, Monday night game, they're going to be bringing it. Uh, the weather, I don't know what the weather's going to look like, but it could very potentially not be great. Uh, so I, I'm going Tom Brady in Atlanta for sure. Sua, so, uh, which running game do you need to go off so we can elaborate on that a little, little bit more? Um, yeah, I think on the other side for uh, the Bills, I really do like Dawson Knox. This week, because yeah. typically the Patriots will lock down the number one option for the Bills. That'll be Stefan Diggs, obviously, because the running backs suck there, so they don't have to really worry about them. I think your big games could potentially come from Emmanuel Sanders and Dawson Knox, and I, I really like Dawson Knox this week. Um, I Great. don't think the Bills' are running game is going to go off this week. I think the Patriots will handily handle that pretty well. Um, so that's going to be unfortunate, I believe. You have any other thoughts? It should be a really good game. It should be a really good game, though. Um, I don't foresee it being a blowout either way, even though I'd love it to be a blowout for the Patriots, but it's going to be a good game. And lucky for us, we did see them play twice in a matter of four weeks. So, <laughs> Yeah, the Bills get the Bucks too, right after. So good for them. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next game here, too. So Jaguars and Rams, we have some interesting pieces in this game. The Rams are heavy favorites in it, uh, but the Jaguars do have some pieces, as we said, too. What kind of week can Al- can Robinson have? I think he could be oh, – I think Robinson could have a very strong, um, strong week. It's definitely going to be – I mean – He's going to be their guy that they're going to have to lean on. I think if they want to get any type of offense going, they're going to have to establish the run game early. Yep. And um, the whole offense is going to have to run through him, basically, I think. Uh, I know Matt Stafford. I th- I think he's still dealing with a few few issues. Um, so I think the offense is going to have to run right through him. Any interest in a Marvin Jones? Oh, duh. James Robinson plays with the Jaguars. Ignore me. Um, <laughs> Called your ass out. Yeah, that's all right. So, again, uh, any interest in Marvin Jones? Yes, no, maybe so. I don't think so. I just think that the team hasn't really blown my mind. I think Robin. I think Robinson's probably the only guy from the Jaguars I want to. I want to start. And to uh, get into this comment that Sua also says, some of the other guys claim Madison, and I get him, didn't get him. That is a bitch, Sua. Uh, that's why I picked him up as a handcuff, because I knew of those injuries that Delvin Cook had, and I figured at some point in the season that would happen. So I am very happy to have him going up against the Lions this weekend. And, yes, that was the wrong name, the wrong Robinson. Yeah, 
I believe the wide receiving core for the Jaguars is going to be pretty inept this week. I don't think you should play the tight ends. I don't believe you should play Trevor Lawrence. On the other side, though, for the Rams, I think you can play any of the wide receivers because they were all heavily involved last week. Listen, Mm -hmm. Van Jefferson, Odell was fine. Uh, And then there's a certain other guy there named Cooper Cup who's had a fantastic year. They're all very viable in this game. The Jaguars defense Mm -hmm. is... Weird, where they've had good weeks, played well against the Bills, and then other weeks where they're horrible. I think you can honestly play all of them. And the biggest concern for the Rams here is whether or not we're starting running backs in a play, because I honestly believe Sony Michelle could be the starter in this game, and I think that would be great for fantasy football. Your thoughts on any of these receivers, the quarterback or running backs for the Rams? Yeah, so as everybody has kind of noted, the Rams are on a three-game losing streak. They need a win. They have the Cardinals coming up Monday night next week. So they need a big win. They need to, you know, a confidence booster before they go in and face a tough Rams team. And I think, unfortunately, for the Jaguars, they're just going to probably take out all their frustration on them. And uh, I I truly think all of those wide receivers should go off. Yeah. And happy with either one of the starters there? Or are you a little bit concerned should Darrell Henderson play do you think it's going to be a split backfield and would you consider benching him yeah so right now i'm kind of operating on the assumption that henderson's not playing but like you said there's definitely some coach play going on like he's being very vague and kind of not giving Mm -hmm. you i a part of me thinks we're not going to know for sure until like it's gonna be like a game time decision um so if you have henderson definitely have a backup plan and if you're banking on michelle probably have a backup plan because if if Henderson's in in any capacity, kind of like Ron said, I think it makes both guys probably useless. Um, yeah, Jamal Williams was a decent contingency plan, but he was also high on waiver priorities. There was some pretty good running backs out there this week. Um, Boston Scott, I still think. I know Ron yeah. doesn't didn't think so. Um, Jordan Howard's injured. Miles Sanders is injured and might not be playing. Going up against uh, the Jets. I know Gainwell's back there still, but I think um, – I think you'd go to Boston Scott. Uh, if Henderson doesn't play, my opponent has CEH. And that's a decent follow-up plan for your opponent. Um, it yeah, kind of seemed like before he, got, before he got injured, the Kansas City Chiefs finally remembered that they have a running back and started to use him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what his workload is like. All right. Now, Colts and Texans. What does the outlook of this game look like? Are the Colts absolutely going to smash the Texans, making Carson Wentz Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton, all viable this week? Notice I left yeah, one wide think, receiver out. Yeah, I saw what you did there. Um, <laughs> I think I just see it being a big John Taylor, Jonathan Taylor day. And Pittman? Playable? Yeah, I mean, wide receiver that too. dude's been – yeah, he's had a solid season. I think you definitely probably have to play him if you have him unless you're like um, – Unless you're, who was it, uh, Pate, who seemed to have a ton of other really good guys. Yeah. Um, not many people have teams that are that stat. Uh, so I think if you have them, you almost have to play them. Yeah, and interestingly enough, do you have any interest in any of the Colts' tight ends, considering one went off? Jack Doyle, Moelle Cox? No, I really don't think so. I think that might, that's going to be a flash in the pan. All right, and any interest in a single Texans player besides Brandon Cooks? Mm. 
<laughs> single one. That's how you know a team's bad when you're like trying to find even just one other player to mention. I mean, uh, there is decent running backs here, and teams have been able to well, run against the Colts on weird weeks, was, not all the time. I mean, David Johnson has been putting up like six or seven points a game, but yeah, I don't think I want any of it. I think Brandon Cooks is probably the only Tutson I'd be I'd be wanting to play. No Rex Burkhead in a break glass in case of emergency moment. And I've actually, it's funny you say it, because I've seen Rhett's Burkhead trending a lot for um, <laughs> fantasy pickups, which is a name that I wouldn't, I didn't think I'd be seeing. Um, I'm going to say no still. Sue, I still love your opinion here. Jonathan Taylor, that is all. Yeah, there's a strong, yeah. strong chance that is what happens. And then he kind of does what Leonard Fournette did for the Bucks last week, which is bring everyone else's fantasy value down because he was the whole offense. And it's not the first yeah, time he would have done this this if, season. If if they get out there and can just keep handing him the ball and getting first downs, like they're they're just gonna go with that. Absolutely. All right, and let's talk about our last game of the night, too. Cardinals and Bears. So what is gonna happen when Kyler Murray comes back? What is the outlook of this game? If he is back, which one of these receivers is gonna get be active and play well for fantasy? I mean, I definitely think, obviously, Kyler Murray coming back is going to be huge. It helps everybody on that offense. Mm -hmm. um, they were managing to, you know, win some games. I think DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, still still a solid. Um, next week, I played Jay Taylor, but he's on a – yeah, that is, that is lucky. Um Trying to think of if there's any, I mean, Ertz, Zach Ertz has been having a decent, decent year since he went over to Arizona, eight receptions on 88 yards and two touchdowns versus the Seahawks. Uh, Rondale Moore yep. got 11 receptions. Um, Christian Kirk, I think no way. So I would, I would look at Zach Ertz and Rondale Moore. I don't know if I trust AJ Green. Yeah, no, um. I'm, I like uh, Rondell Moore a lot actually this week. He had a good game right before the bye, so I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does going forward. And, and a lot of receivers have that second half of the year breakout. Rondell Moore, I think, is going to get the ball in his hands a lot more. So I'm very interested to see what he's going to do with it. Very, very mm -hmm. interested to see what he's going to do with it. So I think Rondell Moore is a good pickup on waivers. Um, actually, I was able to get him in waivers this week, too, to see what he's going to do going forward, too. Um, Elijah Moore had a good game recently, too. Um, we've seen Darnell Mooney start picking it up, too. The young receivers start it, picking up this time of the year, so he may be a decent option out there for you and that you got, still be on waivers. And you got James Conner, obviously, uh, over 20 carries last week. Um, <clears throat> clearly, the the lead back there. So he's oh, absolutely well. the lead back. All right. So what are your thoughts on these bears players? What's Mooney going to do in this game against the tough matchup against the Cardinals? Mooney's probably the only guy worth playing. I mean, Mooney and Montgomery. David Montgomery. Yep. Um, especially if Allen Robinson's still out, we talked about Cole Komet a lot. If you were someone that had Darren Waller, didn't have a backup. Cole Komet could be a good look. Uh, those two guys combined for 13 receptions 
out of so those two guys combined for about half of Andy Dalton's pass completions. Over half. Interesting as hell. Yeah, no, I think those are the only two I would play from the other side too. Um like I said, I like Rondell Moore, Kirk Kirk Christian Kirk is a safe play too. Um, what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins? Don't really know much about him the last few weeks. You you heard anything on him? Not really. I know. I think he's been questionable like every week. Um, Very true. But I, don't, I don't think I've heard any news. Let me see really quick. Okay, and uh, some thoughts on uh, the other Connor <laughs> while we're on it too. I think going up against the Bears uh, could be a little bit of a harder matchup for him. I think that Bears defense is a little bit underrated, too. They do all right. He could – he's someone you're going to start, but I see him more as a back-end running back, too, I think. Uh, Kyler Murray so Hopkins, playing helps. Hopkins is expected to play this upcoming week. Uh, he was limited in practice today, but they they think he's going to play. So definitely be a big big addition and you might see some work from some of these other receivers go down if he's bad yeah totally agree you have any uh closing thoughts on either one of these teams ryan before we get out of here and don't worry Sue, we'll get to this question too james robinson or james connor oh it's easy robinson robinson gets the majority of the work there and he is that old offense, even up against the Rams. Uh, I think he's going to get the ball. I think the Rams are going to get up very early in this game. They're going to need to throw the ball, and it's still thrown to James Robinson. So I think he's going to have a pretty decent week, regardless of the matchup. I agree. And with Kyler Murray coming back, that's some of the rushing work gone um, for James Conner. So I'm going James Robinson as well. Any closing thoughts before we get out of here tonight, Ryan? Nope, I'm all good. You want to talk about your uh, MMA show at all? Yeah, we covered that in the beginning. We're good. We did. So, guys, we, we were pretty active tonight. It was nice energy for the heckling fandom. Might have an apology bet going forward, so that's kind of cool. If you guys ever want to challenge us to everything, too, feel free. But, you know, you're going to have to pay up should something happen. And good night, Sue. Um, just like the show, subscribe to it, listen to us anywhere you can find us, share us anywhere you find us with anyone, give us reviews on Apple or anywhere else you find us. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, so many places you can find the show or you can watch it right here on YouTube. Tell people about it. Join the community, www.garbagetimeff.com. Leave voicemails. We will play them on the show. Christian screams at us in voicemails weekly. And he was probably very happy to hear AJ's apology tonight. Hopefully we'll hear Ron's next week and hopefully the heckling fandom wins. So guys, with that, have a great night and enjoy the hell out of that Saints and Cowboys game. We have Thursday night football. And I'm postponing. And there we go. I found the ending quote. So let's get out of here. Good night.